you've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we're going to respond to hello from the other side and explore why we need to communicate with spirit. We're so glad that you can all join us for this show today. In fact, there are not only many of you in bodies around the world tuning into this episode, but a lot of people in the spirit realms listening in as well. Of course, the first part of the title for our show today, Hello from the Other Side, is the hook line from the Grammy award-winning Adele song in which she longs to communicate with her ex-lover after their breakup some years ago, but he's not only a, quote, million miles away, unquote, in another country and so different from her, he has distanced himself from her even more because he won't answer his phone even after she's called him a thousand times. You're probably, some of you, familiar with the song. The caller is seeking communication and some sort of healing and reconciliation or at least some closure because she's still hurting, regretting how she hurt him and chased him away. Well, I'm sure most of you listening to our show are familiar with the work of mediums like that of some of our friends, James Van Prague, John Holland, the wonderful Marla Fries, Lauren Rainbow, what wonderful people, along with many other mediums, well-known or not, whose expertise is in communicating with spirit of those who have passed on. Each of them, through their effective and compassionate communication with spirit of those who have passed on, has brought and continues to bring solace, closure, and healing to countless people who were and are still grieving the loss of loved ones. Yet, many souls on both sides of the so-called veil between the spirit realms and this world who haven't had the good fortune of being able to have their communication heard across the apparent veil may relate to Adele's song quite well. It's happening all of the time around the world. Those who are still incarnated here on earth are longing to communicate with their loved ones who have passed on, but feel that they don't have the gift or the ability or even the good fortune to do that. Yet, their loved ones on the other side are usually jumping up and down trying to get their attention to tell them as spirit they are fine and they are still able to communicate. Often, the death of a loved one is a person's wake-up call to consider life after physical death and the possibility of communicating with someone on the other side, in the spirit realms. Yet, communicating with spirit isn't limited 
to just saying hello to a loved one who has crossed over. That's just a starting point. Communicating with and working with your spirit guides and angels are an essential aspect of living your life as spirit daily here on earth. So don't wait until you're desperate to have communication with those in spirit just because they're no longer available in a physical body. The most important aspect of learning to say hello to and hearing the hello from spirit is for each of us to learn to communicate at the most intimate and profound level of communication there is in any relationship during our incarnation on earth. We call it spirit-to-spirit communication. Spirit-to-spirit communication is communicating as spirit and not as a body or an intellect to another person, as the spirit that person is. When you can experience that in all of your relationships and communication, you've mastered one of the most important lessons you are here to learn on earth. Then you can start to get ready to graduate from having to reincarnate here again and again. I think I was about 20 years old the first time I was conscious of experiencing spirit-to-spirit communication with any person in a body. This is not some spiritual being on the other side. This was someone still living and breathing in a physical form. I was having my interview with my potential spiritual teacher, Louis Bostwick, in this tiny so-called office, (laughs) more like a closet, um, as my application process to enter into his six-month intensive clairvoyant training program. This was in Berkeley, California. Our conversation started with Lewis asking me if I wanted a cup of coffee and whether I liked the Oakland A's or San Francisco Giants baseball team better. Well, you can tell where they were located. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how much more mundane can you get, right? Here I thought we were going to talk about metaphysics or something much more cosmic or spiritual. Although from the outside, this guy looked like an ordinary Joe who was probably a good husband and father and had some kind of mom-and-pop business down the street who had thinning hair on top and growing bulge in the middle. Yet I knew he was different, that he had something in and about him that was unlike anything I had ever experienced. As he continued to make a big deal about Who's going to win the World Series that year? (laughs) I I started to experience something strange. It was like an expansion of my consciousness. That's the best way I can describe it. Next thing, I can still hear him talking on about baseball and all that, regular mundane stuff. But I was floating about three or four feet above my head as spirit, as a being, aware And looking at Lewis as spirit, floating above his body, we were surrounded by a huge golden light. And he was this radiance of sunburst orange and sky blue and gold and purple and various colors. And I'm just staring. I'm just looking at, wow. 
We were hanging out and communicating in spirit, without words. Just direct communication and understanding and knowing. It was timeless. So I don't know how long we were in that space. It couldn't have been more, you know, couldn't have been for hours or anything like that because when I returned to the worldly consciousness in my body, my coffee was still pretty warm and the light coming through the window hadn't moved that much. When we came back to earth and continued our conversation here in words and such, Lewis talked about the life and inner life of each person who walked by his office door. And I can see what he was talking about in each person, even though they were all complete strangers to me. After that experience, I began to realize that I had experienced being out of my body in spirit, as spirit, many, many times during my earlier life, especially as a child. So many of my memories from childhood were from the perspective of being about mm, five to ten feet above my head. Often, I had the experience of wondering why no one was talking to me up where I was. They were all talking to my body down below. (laughs) I'm up there going, hey, I'm here. (laughs) Talk to me. Many times I can tell from above that people thought I wasn't too smart because I couldn't reply very well to what they were asking me down below, to the body. The body's not responding the way they expected you know, me to respond. What I didn't know at the time was that I was too far out of my body to be able to do simple body stuff like mm-hmm. talk clearly aloud. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that people weren't hearing what I was saying 10 feet above my head to them because I wasn't using my voice to speak with my mouth. I feel I understand how the dearly departed as spirit might feel when their communication isn't being heard by their loved ones on this side. So what are some simple tools that can help you communicate more effectively with those who are in the spirit realm, whether they are your loved ones who have passed on or they are your guardian angels or your spirit guides. Spirit is spirit. The only difference between, say, one of your spirit guides or teachers and one of your loved ones who finished his or her incarnation and is now in the spirit realms is their energy level and level of consciousness level of awareness. So the number one thing about communicating with any spirit person is being able to be at the correct vibration of energy and consciousness for that particular spirit person. If your energy is too low or you're not um, aware enough, you won't be able to hear or see or know what a being is communicating to you at a much higher level of vibration. That's one of the things I hear from those who are so wanting to have communication from their departed loved ones in spirit, but they don't seem to receive anything. While a total stranger who is an expert medium can easily communicate with their loved ones. The answer to that is quite simple. 
the people who are grief-stricken and longing for anything from their loved ones are in that much lower vibration of grief and sadness or even despair and hopelessness or anger sometimes. Most of the time, their departed loved ones are not in that space. They might even be joyous, celebrating their completion, their graduation, so to speak. That's a big gap in vibratory frequencies and consciousness. When I saw and spoke with my mother shortly after her passing, she was joyous, and so was I. When my teacher uh, passed on, moments after his family took him off the ventilator, he came swooping in to take me on a kind of a tour off the other side. And I was happily having my morning shower (laughs) at that time. And I was so happy to see him, and I knew he had passed on. And I was really happy that he was finally free to go. So, So in that state of joyousness, happiness, freedom... It's a very high, high vibration. And I was fortunate enough to be in those high vibrations at those times. And I got to see them. I got to hear them. I got to communicate with them and experience part of what they were going through. What I've learned from every experience of death, my own five near-death experiences in this incarnation, all my experiences that I've become aware of, of some of my past life deaths and my experience of others passing is that my life or yours, you know, isn't isn't about us, isn't about me. My life isn't about me. That may sound very strange to most of you, but life is about life and about living it. It's not about poor me. I'm not happy about not getting what I want. It's not about what's in it for me. You know, a lot of people talk about that, right? What's in it for me? Now, life isn't about what's in it for me. It's about sharing ourselves, communicating, loving, celebrating, enjoying being part of, part of a limitless eternal life. It's like being aware of the bigger picture. Yeah, and being part of it. So to communicate more effectively with spirit, you have to raise up your energy to at least a vibration of amusement, smiling, laughing, at least a a little bit, (laughs) right? Being kind also helps, helps a lot. Another major tool is to trust your intuitive knowing, knowing that you know spirit. Know that you already are communicating with spirit. You might not be consciously doing that, but know you already are. Use your intuition to get to find out a bit more about what someone in spirit is saying to you. So, you know, Raphael, you've, you've been communicating with spirit in some form you know, many times in many situations every day for years. So what are some helpful tips that you might have 
for our listeners who would like to have more of that kind of communication, that kind of spirit-to-spirit communication in their lives. Wow, there's so many different things I could talk about here. Um, I'll start with giving yourself permission to be aware of what you're aware of. Don't brush things off so quickly. When you're aware of something, pay attention, play, and one of the most important things while you're going through all this is to not be afraid and to be grounded. Start with being aware that everyone that you know and everyone in this world is a spirit in a body and practice communication with that spirit or soul when you are speaking with them thinking about them, or are in some state of emotion in relationship to them. You know, I sound like a broken record sometimes when I talk about the need for meditation, but starting to be able to be more quiet within yourself allows you to be more aware of what's going on around you, even on the more subtle energy levels of spirit. Yeah, because spirit-to-spirit communication is all inner communication. That's correct. Well, we're coming up to our first break already, so I'd like to tell you about our upcoming teleclasses. But first, I just wanted to mention we're going to continue this conversation about spirit, believe me. But this upcoming teleclass series we have, it's in our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series. We have a set of teleclasses to help you with your chakras, the energy and awareness centers in your body. Our next class will be on your second chakra, clairsentience, feelings, and reality orientation. It's coming up on Saturday, September 7th at 10 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to learn a lot more about your second chakra, how you feel, what you feel, how you can manage it and maintain it better, join us from anywhere in the world for this teleclass. Find out all the details and sign up on our website, events calendar section, michaeltamora.com, or call our office at 530-926-2650 during regular business hours, specific time, Monday to Friday. And if you can't listen to it during the event, you can listen to it always by uh, download recording. So you can call our office for that. Okay, we'll be back in a couple minutes to continue with Hello from the other side. Why communicate with spirit? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Says, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you wish you could avoid having difficult conversations with your kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe? Do you struggle with what and how much to say? You're not alone. Tune into Holistic Sex Ed Radio with host Robin LaCrosse for a fresh new perspective on sex education that goes beyond the birds and the bees. We gather together every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for conversations designed to improve your relationships, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Let's get back to Hello from the Other Side. Why Communicate with Spirit? Well, one of the things I'd like to do to answer that question is to say, you know, when you're in this world, why do we, as children, go out and explore the outdoors? Why do we want to know about that bug under the rock? Or what kind of tree is that over there? Or why do flowers bloom in the spring? You know, these are things that we're interested in the world. But as you start to grow as a soul, and you want to know more about the universe, so to speak, this is a natural step, is being able to learn about the spirit world. It's a whole other part of our existence. You know, in the metaphysical world, they talk about, you know, being interdimensional beings. You know, there's a part of us that is aware of spirit, but um, until we get to a certain point, we're not going to be aware of it in the body until we're ready for it. And that's why I talked about not being afraid. It's very important to be senior in your body and to be the boss in the body and not be afraid to, number one, expand your awareness to more of what's around you, even in the room that you're sitting in. As well, yeah, yeah, like like our studio right now. It's kind of crowded. Yeah, it's a little twelve by twelve room <laughs> with with all kinds of uh, spirit friends that are up on you know we call it the the bleacher section, the balcony section. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next step is once you start to become aware. For instance, you know you may. Uh, have an experience like what we've talked about before where a voice comes along and gets you out of a, a pickle, such as, you know, you're about to get in a car crash and the the guide who's near you in a very loud voice, it sounds like a megaphone sometimes, mm-hmm. says, do this, and it 
it's to save you. Other times that doesn't happen and you have to go through whatever experience is happening because, well, you signed up for it. And, um, you know, there's no victim here when working with uh, what happens in your life. But I wanted to talk about a couple of ways you can validate your experience with spirit, you know, the paying attention part. Um, There's so many times, even before I got my spiritual training, that I actually had my own mediumship experiences. I didn't know that it was mediumship experiences. Fortunately, later, I got my training in mediumship, although I don't tout myself as a medium, but more as a clairvoyant. But I like to talk about a couple of experiences you might find fun. Um, I might have talked about this before in another show, but my very first experience with being out of the body and knowing it was when knowing it, knowing that I was out of the body and doing something in maybe the astral plane, and I think I did understand the astral plane even then, and I was 17 in the you know 1960s, um, it was when I had a crush on a boy. Hmm or actually a young man, because he was not even in high school anymore. Um, I went to bed one night, and the next thing I knew, I was floating over him. And that night, I had put on a long white nightgown. And when I looked at myself floating over him, I was wearing that nightgown. (laughs) And it was like a beautiful white nightgown. And he looked up at me, and, and it looked like he was awake, not sleeping. And he said to me, You look so beautiful. And as soon as he said that, I came slamming back into my body. And I thought, wow, I was out of my body. This really happens. And then later, I got my validation about this experience because I ran into him and I said to him, so-and-so, I had this incredible dream about you. I called it a dream to, to keep it safe. And he looked at me and he shook his head and he said, no, that wasn't a dream. You came and floated above my body and you said hello and I said, how beautiful you are. (laughs) And you were wearing your... And and he, he described me in my nightgown. So getting validation is very helpful. You know, some people talk about after a loved one passes over, sometimes they find a flurry of uh, nickels, dimes, or pennies all over the place. That's one of the ways spirit says hello to us. And you got to validate yourself for paying attention enough to see that. And it's it's really fun if you pay attention. You know, what Raphael said, pay attention. That's such an important tool. It's a key to practically everything, paying attention, being aware, you know, listen, watch, observe, and tune into what you intuitively know, because then the validation comes at the most unexpected, interesting times. For example, um, uh, there's been so many different situations where this has happened for me, but one of the more recent ones that are pretty hilarious is my younger son, uh, who's very, very spiritual and psychic as well, sensitive, uh, went to England <clears throat> and and uh, he had visited uh, the grandmother of his then girlfriend's uh, mother, I think, the, the mother of the girlfriend's mother, who turned out to be a professional medium in England. And 
as soon as he walks in, he's never met this woman before, and he walks in, and even before he's introduced to her as who he is, uh, <laughs> she looks up and says, oh, um, I've really been enjoying um, uh, your father's book, and um, uh, he comes around periodically. <laughs> And, and he's going, oh, my God. And he turns to his then-girlfriend and, and says, did you tell her about my dad? And she says, no. <laughs> I haven't seen her or talked to her in a long time. <laughs> and so that was the first surprise. Well, this uh, the, the mother, who's the, also the medium, um, says, you know, uh, you got to go see, or, or not the mother, but the grandmother, who's the medium, says, well, each of you should have a reading, but I don't want to be the one to give to give it to you. I can't because you're family and I know you and stuff. So I'm going to recommend you to a really good friend of mine who's a very good uh, top medium. So they go, okay, they make appointments to go, uh, this girl and her uh, parents and, and my son went to go get this reading from this medium in a different town in, in England. And so when he gets his turn, he walks in, sits down, he starts to get a reading, and he said it was very good, right on with everything. And in the middle of it, she, she goes, you know, by the way, uh, you probably know this, but by the way, uh, everyone knows your father in the spirit world. <laughs> Everyone knows your father in the spirit world. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going, oh, God, can't get away from that guy. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. And they talked about that uh, for a bit, and it was everything was right on. And so things like that happened. Uh, another time, um, uh, one of my students uh, at that point, um, um, she was a graduate, and, and her father had died and had had committed suicide. It was a very, you know, traumatic uh, experience for her and her whole family. But um, so she goes to a friend of mine who's a very well-known medium and says, you know, uh, I'd like to have a reading. So he's giving her a reading and talks to different people on the other side who knew her. And then there's this, her father. And he starts to uh, talk about uh, him and his messages to her and in the middle of it uh, he says well I have this uh, kind of interesting message he says I want you to please tell Michael thank you for all he's done with me after I passed on when you told him what happened and and he goes uh, the medium goes do you, do you know what that means and she says oh absolutely and it's all oh, great that gets done, and she tells me about that, and and then uh, so that was a key for her mother, uh, listening in on this reading. And she goes, "Which Michael? Michael? Who who is he talking about?" And and the woman uh, who's my student says, "You know, Michael Tamora. He I asked him to work with Dad uh, after he passed on," and she goes, "Oh my God." I mean, it was the first time her mother, uh, even though she was, you know, around psychics, but it was the first time where she gets the confirmation, hey, 
there's a lot of communication that happens in spirit, in the spirit realm. It's not just, you know, here in the physical, and then once in a while you go to a medium and, and they give you a message from a particular spirit on the other side. But no, everybody communicates. <laughs> yep, and she got also a little communication about the car accident. She had been in that morning. It was a little fender bender with, with their very nice car. And uh, so she got her certainty that this was the real deal. Yes, it happens. <laughs> well, one of the things that I know about uh, becoming more aware of spirit and having fun doing it is, as I have mentioned a number of times before, is surrounding yourself, say, reading books and surrounding yourself with permission to hear from spirit. And I like to tell a little, a little story about someone um, who, who really did a good job with saying hello to me. It started with a, a one day when I was working really hard at my desk, I decided to take a little 10-minute break, and I happened to have the old Fortean magazine called Fate magazine. It's been around for a gazillion years. It's one of the oldest ones, and I love the stories that are written in there from people who have had their experiences. And this one woman writes that every time someone in her life died, just before that person died, Something would man something would disappear in her house. And so when something disappeared, she knew someone had died. And I'm reading this article, and I thought, you know, that's kind of odd because about a, a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, my big wad of keys that had about 57 keys on it. I don't know why I had so many keys back then, but it had about 57 keys on it, totally disappeared. So I put the book down and I closed my eyes and said hello to spirit and and said, okay, now if somebody took my keys and wants to let me know that they're now dead, can you let me have my keys back now? <laughs> At the moment I did that, I got a phone call, literally that moment. And it was a friend of mine, and I had spent time with she and her twin sister and several other of her sisters and her mother, Michael and I, had at a shaman retreat uh, about a month before. And she was saying, I'm really, really sorry, Raphael. It took me a long time to call you. But two weeks ago, my mother, who I had actually befriended and become somewhat close to, my mother died in a car crash. And I said, thank you very much. We had our very nice conversation for the next 45 minutes. I hung up. I sat back at my desk and I said, okay, now I know who you are. And it was this wonderful woman. And I said her name out loud. And I said, could I have my keys back? Now I know you're gone. Now I know you're not here in the physical anymore. And I felt her laughing. And then next thing, on my legs, I felt a cha-chink right onto my knees, and there were the keys, right there. <laughs> and then later on that evening, uh, Michael actually actually wasn't there. I was there by myself. But later on that evening, she started flickering the lights in my hallway, and I said, okay, I used her name again. Uh, you know, you're giving me the kind of creep outs, and you can tell spirit that, hey, you're, you're doing a little bit too much, and, and she laughed at me. And I told her, you know, just because I'm psychic doesn't mean I don't get creeped out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 
And we had a good laugh over that. And, and I said, okay, you can do it for a few minutes. And she did. And then she stopped, which yeah. was really great. And that brings up a really important point in spirit-to-spirit communication. Because, hey, how many of you haven't had, you know, scary stories in the dark, <laughs> right? Or or seen a horror movie or something like that. And if you think about it, you know, remember any kind of scary stories or horror movies, whatever that you've seen or heard or read, most of them are about psychic phenomena, <laughs> right? It's And most of those are about dead people coming back or, or, you know, ghosts, ghost stories. Most scary stories are something about ghosts and spirit. And then a few others are about, you know, psychic abilities gone, gone wild, like mm-hmm. telekinesis or pyrokinesis or something like that. But it's not interesting that for so long people have loved telling and hearing and watching scary stories, but they're all based on spirit stuff, most of it, 95%, 98% of it. And what is that about? You know, then unless you get past that fear of, oh, it's spooky stuff. Even, hey, like Raphael says, you're giving me, you know, creepies or heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> and because we all have those, that programming from early on in life. Oh, oh, the boogeyman's going to get you or some, you know, some ghost is going to come back and, and haunt you and things of that nature. And those things do happen. But you can't let that obstruct your communication with spirit because spirit to spirit communications, like I mentioned earlier today, um, it's not just about communicating with those on the other side. It's about communicating with each other here. Oh, coming right up is our second break. So save your September 21st and 22nd dates to join us for our next major seminar weekend in beautiful Burlington, Vermont. If you've been wanting to see us in person in the eastern part of the country, here's your chance. It'll be a weekend of two all-day seminars taught by Michael, I'll be there too, for celebrating your courage, compassion, and clairvoyance to help you see your way through these crazy, challenging times. On Saturday, Michael will teach, learn to use your intuition and clairvoyance joyfully, having the courage to be your compassionate self. Then on Sunday, what he'll offer you is, learn to live by intuition and clairvoyance having the courage to live your truth. So important. They're both sure to be amazing learning, healing, and growing experiences if you're looking to take some big steps in your life and spiritual growth. When we return, we'll continue with Hello from the Other Side. Why communicate with spirit? See you in a couple minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions. 
When they happen, they can feel elating or devastating to those affected. It can also get in the way of your personal and professional life. On Life-Altering Events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Mental illness affects more people than you might think. Now there's a program that showcases support resources, how many people in our society view mental illness, and how the culture surrounding it is changing. Listen for We Are Hope with co-founder and host Sean Perry. Mental health is being seen as a public health crisis, and we want to help, support, and listen. You'll hear the discussions and conversations that need to happen. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided spirit conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's wonderful to have you all back, and welcome to those of you who have just joined us. Today's episode is... Hello from the other side, why communicate with spirit. We've been talking about communicating with spirit, spiritual beings, saying hello to one another as spiritual beings, but especially about those spiritual beings on the other side, including guides and people. Well, there's a little story I wanted to share with you um, when I was about 20 years old and before I had my training. Um, I was down in uh, San Diego and going to one of those bluegrass festivals because I, I used to play guitar. I don't play it much anymore, but I love music. And I was staying with an aunt of mine whose husband had just died. And um, during the night, I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a presence in the room. And it wasn't a happy presence. This this felt unhappy. So I turned on the light and I told the person, whoever it was, to please go away. That was the biggest tool I had at that time is if something was bothering me at nighttime is to turn on the light <laughs> and say, go away. And, and the person went away. Um, but what I found out later, I talked to my aunt and she said her husband had a very good passing. So it probably wasn't him that visited me. And I said, okay. And then a few days later, I got a phone call from my mother telling me that uh, somebody who um, I had, a, had uh, actually he was a friend, best friend of one of my brothers, had died. 
under very unhappy circumstances. And it made total sense to me that the person that came to me was unhappy. And I felt kind of bad that I didn't, at that time, didn't say hello to him because I didn't really know how to do that. Now, had I had my training and he had shown up, I would have said hello to him. I would have asked him who he was. He was covered all in gray. So that's all I saw was this gray being. And and um, it wasn't like seeing a ghost. It was more seeing him in my mind's eye, feeling that presence. It feels just like the presence of a person, only no body. What I would have done is said hello to him and identified by looking at him clairvoyantly. So developing clairvoyance is really important to be able to read accurate, accurately what's going on. So he would have told me, it's me, your friend Pat, and I'm kind of stuck. I just, I think I just died in that case. Or I would have had to read that if he wasn't able to communicate that with me. And I would have given him a healing and sent him on his way to the heavenly planes where he belonged. But I think he was looking for that help at that time, and I didn't know how to give it. Yeah, that's that's so important. Uh, and never get hung up on, oh, I don't know how to do anything. Just like with Raphael, at the time, prior to her understanding more of this, she did what she knew to do, which was to own her space. In her own way, she reclaimed her seniority. She didn't, she didn't, just because, you know, it was uncomfortable or unhappy or whatever and you know, kind of creepy when you're by yourself in the middle of the night kind of a thing, she didn't let that bother her. She just said, hey, you know, uh, I don't want to have this right now. This is my room and please leave. It's not so much what you say. Some people get hung up on, well, what do I say to get them to go away? If if that's where you're at and you're kind of scared, you, you don't feel good about this particular spirit or whatever, you don't have to, it's okay if you're scared, if you're creeped out a little bit, but first, ground yourself. Remember, just from the first chakra, the, by the base of the spine, tree trunk to the center of the earth. Just, you know, even close your eyes for a second, just imagine that, boom, grounded. And that stabilizes you a lot more. It makes you have a lot more grounding here on earth you're more present as the spirit that you are. And know always, doesn't matter what kind of spirit, anything, even the highest of the spirit guides or masters, whatever, if you are not ready for it, you can just say, not now, folks. I, I, I don't want you here at this moment. Maybe later, all right? That's no problem. With the higher level beings, much more capable uh, advanced beings, they're not going to bother you. They're going to give you totally your free will, your choice. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. They're going to go, if that's what you you know, want, we're out of here. Okay, Doesn't mean they're not going to come back. They, they'll be much more aware of where you're at and you, they came to you at the time that you know, you're not comfortable with. Great, no problem. But it's the lower beings that are you know, much more selfish. They, they don't care about free will they don't they're not even thinking of it it's like a person who's kind of desperate you know they're only thinking about themselves and what they need right now and what they want right now and that's it they don't know they're going to wake you up in the middle of the night disturb your sleep or they don't know it's scaring you or anything like that so they don't care it's they're not thinking there that's not that they're not that mindful so those 
you have to just be senior because you are the boss of your master of your own universe, your life, your space. And it doesn't matter if you're more capable than the being or the being's more capable than you or whatever. No, it's just you call your shots. It's what's correct for you according to you, not according to perfection or what you're supposed to be or anything like that. You just have to go, hey, right now, I can't talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. And so it's not the words. They're going to respond to your seniority. When you claim your power, saying, oh, this is my life. This is my awareness. I'm going to keep it peaceful and clean right now. I don't want you to invade upon that. You got you to gotta go. And they go. Uh, you could say all the right words, but if you're, you know, fighting it and scared and giving up and being a victim and the whole bit, then they're not going to listen. But once you own your space, they have to. It's, it's, they don't have a choice. They're, they're in the wrong, if you will, okay? If, if that's not where you're at. Okay, so then, now the next step is, like Raphael said, with a little bit of training, you can have, you know, quite a bit more. You can even, you won't be scared and, and just trying to get rid of anything that comes in like that because it just happens to be not a very pleasant experience on on that type of a level whereas like the experiences i talked about joyful you know it's like yay it's a party (laughs) but but you get all kinds just like in everyday life with people you get all kinds of communication some of them you know you get home and go whoa what was that about and thank god it's done with <laughs> and i don't have to be with that person again type of a thing and others uh, gee i wish i could have had more of that it was so much fun and so uplifting and blah 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 so you get the whole range and then some in relationship to spirit because there's no physical restrictions on that level so then First thing always is grounding yourself, being in the center of your head, and then tuning in intuitively. Remember, spirit-to-spirit communication of any kind. It doesn't matter with a lost soul or with a spiritual master that's going to give you, you know, uh, some incredible insight or whatever, or instructions or guidance. Whatever the level, it's still spirit, and it's internal communication. It's not like speaking up out uh, to a physical person out there. It's within. It's all within. So then once you know that, oh, you know, all within. It's under your control. It's your within. It's your mind, right? Yeah. So you have to own that and go, oh, okay. If this is what I would like, I can have that. If this is not what I would like right now, then I can own that and go, okay, I'll talk to you later. Or I won't talk to you until I'm ready to. No problem. So then the next step, once you start to have that and you start to have much more certainty in your own intuition, what you get inside. Sometimes you hear the other person's communication. If that's their Forte of communicating at that level of kind of auditory communication, clairaudient, or telepathic even, and you get thoughts. Or 
if that being is up vibrating at a higher level, it's all going to be just knowing, intuitive knowing. You know what they're saying. It's not words. It's not images. It's not feelings. It's just, you know, this person wants to say hello or wants some help or whatever. Usually when a being is needing help, they're not going to be communicating at that highest level. They're going to be communicating probably at the more feeling level and the communication's not going to be that clear. Just like what Raphael said with this particular guy, he was all covered in gray and he's confused. So what you'll experience is that being's fear or, or confusion or, or desperateness or whatever, anger, whatever it is, don't confuse that as that's how you feel about them. No, you're just catching where they're coming from, what they're saying on a feeling level. When you know that, you go, oh, this spirit being is a little bit unhappy right now or confused. Great. You can have your total certainty about their confusion. No problem. So, you see, it's kind of gradual process of getting more and more experience in, oh, yeah, how do you, this level of spirit-to-spirit communication is very fast, effortless. There's a lot more effort to trying to figure it out intellectually. There's, that's all effort. But when you're experiencing it, it just happens. And before you know it, you probably already reacted to it. And then you start finding out. But once you practice this more, then uh, the other part of it is you need to be a little bit more in amusement. You know, take it with a grain of salt and a little humor and be kind. Always be kind, right? That's going to help you as much as it's going to help the other being. Why communicating with spirit on any level is so important for each of us to learn is, number one, that's what we're here to learn, is spirit-to-spirit communication, the ultimate communication in communication. The other part is by practicing this way with some beings, then you start to be able to communicate ultimately with spirit in the body, spirit out of the body, all the time. So then it's going to enrich your communication with your best friend who are who's living, your your parents, your family, you know, friends, whatever, completely. So I, uh, uh, that's I take all my communication with my spirit guides or for spirit friends as practice for communicating with each of you. Fantastic. And just before uh, we finish up the show here, I want to share one more kind of interesting story where I kind of, I, I missed out on being able to help connect someone in spirit with someone we were with. Michael and I were having uh, lunch one time with a, another couple and the fellow, the man's mother, who I had never met, but I knew just from when she showed up, this was this person's mother. And she said to me, um, she used his name. She said, ask him if he knows where his mother is. <laughs> now, if I, as far as I knew, she was um, alive. So I said to her back telepathically, we're having lunch. It's kind of rude right now for you to step in. So she just went away. It was very quick. And then within two minutes after that little visit, 
um, this man got a phone call from his family that his his mother had died and she had not been found for three days. So um, this was her way of saying hello to, to him. And I missed an opportunity to actually communicate that. And of course, he didn't believe me when I said, well, she was just right here. But, um, you know, Sometimes you have to discern that when you're working with spirit. When is a good time to communicate about someone visiting and when it is not. Anyway, once again, we're at the end of our show. We're so grateful to have you join us from all over the world. Be sure to join us again next Wednesday for our show on saying hello and your psychic abilities. We'll explore how communication is is essential for all of your psychic abilities and how you can say hello to them in order to become more aware. I love this uh, round of communication subjects. Remember, too, that right in line with your psychic abilities and communication are the energy centers in your body or your chakras. Coming up Saturday, September 7th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time is our next teleclass on your second chakra, clairsentience, feeling, and reality orientation. Make sure to check out our website listing for September for all the details and to sign up. You can also sign up by calling our office and talking to our wonderful assistant, Noelle, at 530-926-2650. Hope to see you there. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.